Well, I'm about to give you the four most powerful words in human resources. Go ahead, try to figure it out. Four. Four words that can actually change a conversation, change the direction of a situation, and make your life easier even. You're listening to The Human Resource. You know, I try really, really hard to pick topics that no one's talking about. I, I try really hard to listen to the people who call me and the notes that come in. And I try really hard to pick those that those comments and, and questions that I, I think, well, if I don't do this, if, if I don't approach this, no one else is going to. And I think we're doing a pretty good job, actually. So the four most important words in human resources... How can I help? How can we help? Okay, so for those of you who've been around for a while, that's the interactive process. And if you've watched any of my shows having to do with the Americans with Disabilities Act or the Family Medical Leave Act, we talk about the interactive process. And just how important engaging with an employee and showing interest and sharing information of their rights and the programs that are in place for them, how important that is. How can I help? But what I wanted to talk about today is why are we not using those four words more often I just gave a class on FMLA and ADA, and we got to talking about the power of those four words. And one of the comments came up is, is, are, is, is the interactive process, are those questions appropriate from a supervisor or from a team lead? Or is that something that's only um, successful or, or should be applied by a human resource representative? And my answer is, it depends. It depends on the training. It depends on the intent. What is that individual trying to pull? What is that person trying to accomplish with those four words? So let's talk about the appropriate times that we should be coming to an employee and saying, hey, how can I help? You know, if you were listening to the show with, um, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, HR on Purpose, with Steve Brown, and he emphasized over and over again the importance of engaging with employees and just having those candid conversations. But when we're using these four words, we're not only getting candid with them, but we're showing a vulnerability. Look, I want to I sit down and get down to the bottom or get to the core of what we need to do here. So the first reason I would highly recommend it beyond ADA and beyond FMLA is what about someone who's going into the corrective action process? You have a supervisor, hopefully, partnering with you and saying, hey, the the performance on this individual has waned. It's going sideways. I'm going to have to put them on corrective action. When was the last time you actually got involved in that process? And actually sat down with an employee 
or picked up the phone. If, if they're remote, you know, go virtual or get on the phone and just, hey, I hear, I hear we've got some issues in regards to performance. I hear that you've had a conversation with your supervisor. What can I do to help? How can the company help you? What do you expect from that? You know, what you can expect is that individual is going to either come back and tell you there's a personal issue. Maybe they come back and say there's a health reason. Maybe there's a training issue. Maybe, maybe, God forbid, you find out that the root problem is the individual's being harassed. They don't feel safe. They don't feel that they're secure. They feel they're being retaliated against. Now, if you really think about that list that I just gave you, those are pretty powerful reasons why you need to know what's going on. Those are really powerful reasons why we don't want to necessarily move forward in a corrective action, God forbid, termination. If it's something that we need to, a much bigger picture, we need to start addressing. How can I help you? What, what can I do for you? How about it's an investigation? You know, so many times when someone comes with a complaint and they say, this is happening and, and I'm, this is how I feel, so many employers want to get on the defensive. So many employers want to say, ah, I know that employee, they'd never do that, or that person shouldn't have been walking in that area of the warehouse anyways, or whatever it might be. How, what kind of a result or how productive is that kind of an attitude or approach? But what kind of results can you get if you look at them and say, well, wait a minute, how can I help you? Why did you feel compelled to, to go walk over in that area? Or how can I help you achieve what you're trying to achieve? If this is a, a, an investigation for harassment, if this is an investigation for retaliation, how would you like to proceed? Help give me as much information as possible. Open yourself up for honesty. Be willing to listen. Show the employee that, yes, we are here. We want to know. We want to do better. What if it is a health issue? I had a, a client who just kept having individuals go on leave of absence, and I I thought it was rather strange that the number was getting a little unusually big. And when I looked into it, we seriously had some health issues, but they were too afraid to tell the production manager because they were afraid the individual would get upset if he found out that they had cancer or that they were pregnant or that you know they, they needed to go have back surgery. So even the fear of retaliation even the fear of harassment is dangerous. But if that an HR person had gone forward and said, oh, someone's going on leave of absence, great. Let me give them a call. Let me see how we can help them. Let me explain to them how we can help them with the ADA or FMLA or whatever's appropriate. Whatever's appropriate. It's amazing when we treat people at their level and give them the power to just tell us what's going on 
what we can pull from that, what we can do with that. How can I help may mean that you've got someone who needs additional training. Maybe they're floundering in their role because we didn't train them correctly. How many of you are doing onboarding? I mean, thorough onboarding. How many of you are putting them with a shadow or a mentor on the floor so they've got someone to bond with, someone to talk to, and and someone to be an example for them? How many employees do you have on the floor or in the company that are just kind of slipping away because they're working more and more remote and we're not really certain of their productivity? But no one's called them to say, hey, we don't hear from you anymore. Is there anything I can do for you? How can I help you feel more engaged? Yes, we're working remote far, far more often than we used to, but how can I help you feel more like a part of the company? And I, I hate to push this one at you, but if you don't do that, what's going, what are the consequences? Because you know every decision has a consequence. You're going to lose the employee. You're going to have a claim filed against you that you weren't even at all aware of. Or better, worse yet, you're going to end up with someone coming into the company and literally stripping it with rumors and, and disruptions and putting it out on social media. So your goodwill, your reputation, everything that you've built and tried to protect as a company is out for God and country. How can I help? What can I do for you? These are not difficult words. And basically, what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to engage and listen. If you can't do that because you can't get beyond your ego or you don't feel it's important enough, then you don't need to be in human resources. This is a different world. And again, if you've been watching the show and listening to the show, we have to start doing things differently. I have told you over and over again for the last few years, get comfortable with being uncomfortable because change is here and change is the only constant in the universe. This is not something that you have to be trained for. It's just being a good person. And human resources is too important to the company not to understand that. So, how can you help? Go back to work tomorrow morning or whenever you get in the office and ask yourself, who should I check on? How can I help them? How can the company help them? And then think about this podcast because that's what we're here for. So I ask you as a listener or a viewer, how can I help you? We're getting great feedback. I love the comments you're giving us. Thank you for the phone calls and the emails. Remember, we're here for you. Started like this five years ago. We'll continue. My name is Pandy. 
and you've been listening to The Human Resource. <laughs>